0: The start order is one seven four two three nine eight five. The Extra Lap RC Podcast.
1: Yes, this is the Extra Lap RC Podcast. My name's Aiden Burke, and as always, I'm joined by nobody. Um, Joey's working, you know, organising pickup trucks and martin's just late getting back from a job but we'll try and carry on together and what i thought if i'm by myself i'm just gonna have to get like a uk star one of the top draw boys in recently moved um we're gonna well you all know this because you've seen the introduction but we're going to speak to uh, jamie clancy hi jamie how are you
0: how are we doing all good thank you and you uh,
1: mate i'm brilliant well Joey and Martin on here. What a great day. Oh,
0: they're missing out now, aren't they? Yeah, we don't
1: <laughs> we don't need to speak slowly for Joey. No, we um, can just uh
0: we can just have fun without him.
1: I'm sure. Yeah. Easily, gossip. easily. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, because he loves a bit of gossip. Um Right, mate. I am gonna say, honestly, I nearly just started with Team Associated's Jamie Clancy. <laughs> uh, but you know, as silly season thing you shocked the world with uh leave associated and you've joined Mugen. let's let's start with that because that's what people want to know um where did that thing come about
0: um right i mean well if you want if we want to start at the beginning which i think is obviously the better thing to do
1: yeah well um done
0: so um well where where do i start it's a bit of uh it's a bit of a complicated sequence of events leading up to this but um it was just mainly kind of this year um wasn't kind of the the year that i kind of wanted to have
1: Mm -hmm. um
0: coming off the year that i'd had previously um i just kind of felt there was a few things missing um from my rose program that i kind of wanted to uh improve on and um yeah an opportunity come by i mean it really it happened really late on as well so i mean a lot of people i mean obviously you are to always get speculations from from kind of people in the rc world which is normal you know it's good it keeps uh keeps the racing exciting but um you know this this didn't happen you know this sorry this all started happening literally about five days before christmas wow um so it was really really late towards the end of the year and um i kind of you know obviously being with associate for 15 years is a really long time and uh you know obviously without associated I, I, and
1: hang on grade. you've you've been with associated for 15 years
0: yeah so i mean as in, when i say i've been with associated i've ran an associated car yeah. for 15 years um which want, is obviously Jamie, a quite a long time
1: yeah I, i'm thinking you're about 18 19 so i'm thinking bloody hell you were, that must have been early doors
0: yeah i'm 22 now oh, i think the last God. time i spoke to you i was probably about 19 to be honest mm.
1: Oh wow, um, wow, wow. So yeah, you so you've 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 been a fan of the brand and then you know, you're taking out factory and all that and yeah. then you just sort of as you said, put your back onto track. Five days before Christmas you get a message, I'm assuming from Mugen. Um, well it,
0: it's a little bit of a it's it's a bit of a unique situation to be honest, because I, I don't even know where to kind of begin with this to be honest. Yeah, just it's, no one of a very strange, strange sequence of events <laughs> oh listen cheers that's great <laughs> but um yeah no it kind of like I said it kind of happened all at the last minute um you know I kind of when it got to the last national and you know, I was I wasn't quite happy where everything kind of what kind of happened through the year nothing kind of personal or anything like that it was just purely I felt there was a few things missing um and one of my friends or good friends and I, I play a lot of um I do a lot of gaming with like play Formula One and and stuff with Barack Kilic, who's obviously a really, really fast guy as well. Um, oh, nice. We were playing and he, we, we had a conversation and he was like, you know, would you be interested to, to try Mugen and stuff? And uh, it all kind of went from there, to be honest. Uh, I tried the car. Um, the car was, was really, really good. Um, and then, yeah, like I said, like five days before Christmas, I was, I had an offer come through,
1: um, you know,
0: Mugen Seiki uh, Japan and Mugen Seeky Europe kind of come together, kind of put something together for the next couple of years. Um, and you know, just gave me a really good opportunity to be able to kind of do a little bit more racing around the world. Not not so much just in Europe, but kind of travel around a little bit more. Kind of do some of the the bigger races, as long as COVID doesn't stop that mapping. Obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, kind of it all fell into place really, really quickly. So it's a shock for me still as well. You know, it still doesn't feel normal. Like obviously, it's it's a good feeling, but it doesn't you know when you know some people obviously have jumped around a lot in their in their racing careers but me obviously being with one brand for a really long time I still sometimes today forget that I'm you know running a different brand I always slip up and say oh you know my social oh no sorry. Oh, for my cars.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> really yeah. good but um it's just it's still getting used to it I mean it's only been I mean I I my first race meeting with Mugen was I think the first weekend of uh, January and I got my car I didn't have a car until than until 2022. So it's all happened really quickly. And it's only been a month that I've actually been running this car. But now, you know, it feels like I've been there for a year already. You know, everyone's been really welcoming. Um, you know, it's just, a, it's just, a, it's just, a, it's a, it's sim, there's a lot of similarities, obviously, with the way the car is, you know, so it wasn't such a big change.
1: But oh, it was just on, big opportunity. this my only knowledge of eighth cars is are they both, is the Associated and the Mugen both pillow ball?
0: <laughs> yeah, they both got balls.
1: Brilliant. I, I don't Both even goggles. try to, to explain to me what that is. Um, <laughs> if I understand what a seahole bit, but going back one thing, going back to the thing, yeah. just the notes I make: Are we saying that the Killich brothers are just you know tapping people up over Warzone?
0: Literally, wow. literally, I think that's the way it's going to be now. To be honest, do you think? I mean, all the fast, all the fast kids coming through, all seem to just live on it and then just turn up to this wreck and, and dominate. So I've mm. had to change my ways a little bit and have to give in. You know, play a little bit of Warzone. But, wow. yeah, it's the way it's going now. But um it, it, yeah, like, uh, like I said, it was, it was fluke. It was a real big fluke, you know? I mean, if, if that conversation happened, if I hadn't played Xbox that night, you know, this might not have even happened. Wow. So it just so happened at the time, you know, obviously a few things happened with other drivers. It just allowed an opportunity to open up, Um, you know, and obviously being with Associate for a long time as well, you know, gives, other manufacturers, a little bit more confidence when it comes to investing money into into a driver. Obviously, you know, no one kind of wants to invest money into somebody and they disappear after a year or two, you know. So I think and I hope there's that trust there Um, that obviously the, whatever kind of money they want to invest into the racing side of things for me, it's going to be worthwhile for them.
1: I admit, um, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. So are you friends with like when you you've been some because obviously you've traveled you said only around europe but you have traveled around europe you know every so often before covid you'd be like chancy's in italy again mm. he's in italy again so when you've been at these races did, did you have were you friends with the killiches you know did is are they someone you've spent time with at these races or was it are we literally just talking about people you know from xbox
0: no, I mean I've i I mean the Kiddlich brother's are obviously a little bit younger than me. Um, but I mean I I've been racing with them for as long as I can really remember, to be honest. I mean I the first race I remember that I met them guys at, I think was I wanna say it was two thousand and twelve, Neo Buggy at Harper Adams. I'm I'm pretty yeah. sure it was that year. Yeah. And I think the kid was about nine years old or eight years old at the time. And, you know, obviously you had the likes of me, Skidmore at the time, Jack Emberlin oliver curry all, all the all the guys you know the kind of the the junior guys in the uk and this little kid comes through and i'm not even joking that he definitely hadn't hit puberty at the time that's for sure yeah, um, yeah. you know he, he he destroyed us and we at a time we just fired so you know <laughs> just you know giving it a big an arm better, better than you and i remember going out and watching this this kid with his blue bright blue mugen car go around and i was like yeah he's, the, he's this kid's the real deal yeah. um and and do you know what, him, his dad, and his brother Burkan, you know, they're they're proper nice guys. And I'm talking, you know, that they're 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 not just doing the RC, you know, because they want to win. They do it because they enjoy it, like we all do. You know, there yeah. is some out there that obviously just do it for the paycheck, and you know, not, in my opinion, not probably the best ambassadors. But we won't, <laughs> we'll go. That's a different topic. But yeah, yeah, um, yeah. these guys, you know, they're they're they deserve everything they get. And you know, there's a lot of credit that goes to them guys. Um,
1: and does that then does that make it? Easier, I don't, you know, we can't pick our words cleverly for the next 45 Lidia, minutes, mate. Or... but yeah, yeah, does that make it easier to go to Mugen because you knew the Killiches were there and you knew how happy they've been there? You think, well, if they're there, it must be okay,
0: definitely. I mean, without a doubt, I mean, obviously, like I, um, like I said, I mean, this probably wouldn't have happened without them guys. I mean, it definitely probably wouldn't have happened without them guys. I, I keep on saying the word probably because you know, yeah. you never know, but. If I hadn't played that game of Warzone, chances are this probably wouldn't have happened. Um, and I'm obviously very thankful that it happened. Um, but it, we we were just laughing and joking around. And I was like, oh, I, I, is he being serious? And the next day, I it was like, I was speaking with Burak's dad, um, who works at Mugen Siki, Mugen Siki Europe, sorry. Um, and yeah, they kind of put it together. And uh, literally within, like I said, five, within, well, from the day that I spoke to him, to the day that I had a contract come through was I think it was like three days.
1: Right. So, okay. And then so it it I,
0: happened really fast.
1: And then I always want to know, like when did the car turn up?
0: So I actually had to borrow a car for a little bit. Um, because at the time, obviously, well, I say I had to borrow a car. I had to borrow a, a car to try before I made a final, final decision. Oh, um, okay. like, so I borrowed a car off of, um, of a guy that, Uh, works at the motor shop at uh, at Hearts. borrowed a car car for them which thankfully was kind of or pretty much brand new so I had a really good kind of fresh car to run with I knew that was kind of what I was going to start running with Um, and then kind of once I'd made my decision um, a few things come together I was able to get some of the let's just say one off parts to make the car as it is now or close to as it is now so thankfully the car been learning to drive has been pretty much the car now that, that's oh, right. so, been released now. So it's not been massively, I've not had to adapt too badly from coming from the the, the last Mugen to the Mugen we got now.
1: Oh, right, so, so you've kind of borrowed, a, borrowed like a normal car and then they yeah. just shipped all these, like I'm going to call them new prototype bits to you before they released the, is it an MBX8R?
0: Mm. MBX8R. So yeah, I mean, to be honest, I don't actually know whether they were, a, Parts that come from Mugen, I'm not really sure. I mean, it was just something that was put together so that I had something to race with until the new cars come.
1: Okay, so- All I know
0: is these parts that I was sent or given um, were the parts that were the new car was going to be based on. Okay. So i obviously when I, ba- I bought with them to my car, I knew that the car that I was running for the last three or four weeks, well, mm-hmm. three weeks was going to be very similar to the new car. So I kind of felt nice. really comfortable with that. What I was more concerned about was is that I was going to sign obviously jump with me, jump onto Mugen start learning the car and then there's a new car coming out and I got to relearn all over again so I've been it's been it's been really it, everything's just come together really well you know much better than I thought it was gonna gonna come together like so yeah I mean I've just landed on my feet I suppose you know I'm quite I mean some people might say that's a little bit big-headed but to be honest um I'm happy I'm really really happy
1: Okay, no, I'm not being funny, mate. You can be big-headed. You'll still be the second most big-headed person on this podcast. <laughs> I'm not being funny. You're not. You know, don't worry about that here. Um, so, th- again, this raises other questions, which is brilliant because you're here and got to answer them all. So, yeah. are you saying had you never run a Mugen car before then? As so, in so you, like,
0: sorry, go on, carry
1: on. So. Yeah, have you had you never had a go of somebody or something like that? Like in the oh, last yeah, 18 sure. months, 12 months or something?
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. Of course. I mean, every driver has. I mean, if any, if you ask a driver and you go and you ask them, oh, have you ever drove one of these before? Have you ever drove another person's car before? If they say no, they're talking oh, okay, absolute rubbish. Okay. Absolute rubbish. So, yeah, I um, I've I, I only just like kind of with friends and stuff, you know, like we swap cars and just have a laugh mm-hmm. and stuff. So, obviously, I knew it wasn't going to be a bad car. Um, obviously, you know, in the hands of Robert um, and obviously Bur- the Killich brothers, you know, they've... You know they're doing really good right now, so I know it wasn't going to be a bad switchover. And obviously, with Skidmore's doing really well in last year, you know, Johnny, Johnny pretty much dominated last year. So I knew kind of where I was headed was going to be a good place to go. I think.
1: Okay. So then the rumor I heard, and mm. tell me if it's true or false, or so just make up another lie—I don't care—is that <laughs> actually at one event Johnny <laughs> turned up with his old car. Gave it to you, and then you just bolted your stuff in and went out and won that meeting.
0: Yeah, all right. I- I'm going to be honest with this one. That's absolutely rubbish.
1: Oh, no, That's rubbish. I- 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 I-
0: <laughs> nah, I've got to be honest here. So, um, no, I mean, I- there's always going to be rumors. Obviously, you know, people probably saw Johnny giving me the car and stuff, but, um, but that car is not even in my belongings anymore. That's back with Muga now. Um, by the time, obviously. It, when when you're given free equipment you know it's not yours you have to give it back so you know, obviously the car was returned to me because at the time of well right now i'm the only guy driving with me again in the uk like mm-hmm. with with the company so it was probably best for me to get the car um but i'd already had a car for that race mean. so um yeah sadly i didn't beat him with his own car but
1: uh, yeah nice. but let's just start that rumor now so you People, when you're listening in your cars or doing your prep, what actually happened was Johnny <laughs> just passed you his car, you just put your engine in, whatever, and you drove off and beat I mean, and that'd, a, be that'd be fine. And great. a fresh set of screws. Yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> You've probably, probably all been super glued and araldited in. Yeah. Um, well, oh, at least mate, it
0: wouldn't fall apart.
1: No, it definitely wouldn't have fallen apart. You <laughs> just wouldn't be
0: able to maintain it. Yeah, no, they they did the right thing, though, and they gave her their stuff back, which, you know, is is the professional thing to do. So they did the right thing.
1: Okay. And then, so you're you're, you're with Mugen. So have you now got the new car?
0: Yeah. So I received uh, the two... I received two of the new cars. Oh, you're you're testing me now, to be honest. I want to say I received them two weeks ago.
1: Okay, that'll do.
0: do. (laughs) I received them two weeks ago. I mean, I got them when... When uh, when Mugen Europe got them, you know, battle, Killis brothers. So we all got them together.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: built the cars, uh, and I think the first time I ran it was just on un- just under a week ago. Um, and then I've, I've I've got two cars built, so I've just built one purposely for practicing, and then I've got another car that's just going to be my race car for the minute until to a national start, and then I'll probably have a, another fresh car for that for them races.
1: Um, okay. So um, it, another good question that just come up: practice hmm. and race car. So yeah. are you saying that if is heart's not far from you.
0: Um, no, it's like it's twenty minutes drive, so it's not, okay, it's not yeah. too bad. So, but yeah, I'd say it's very close to me actually.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty close. So I'm going to say Southport is closer to my house than twenty minutes. Um, no, it's
0: one of the tracks I've never been to before either.
1: It's terrible, mate. You wouldn't want to go. It's terrible <laughs> for you, eight boys. It's like a it's like a billiard table, it's literally oh, like right, a billiard okay. table. There's not a join on it, but so. With your practice car, so is that literally the car that you will take to the track anytime you can go to and I know Hart you can go virtually any day. Yeah. Like day mm-hmm. and evening. They've got lights. It's a great facility. I was there during the summer for one of the for the Zoom events.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um and then that's the only one. But do you then you must get your brace car out and like throw it round for a couple of laps. Exactly.
0: Just before. Exactly that. Yeah. So like if I um well it, it obviously on occasions certain occasions you know so for instance you know if i'm just going down and i haven't got a a a big race like a national or something coming up and you know it's like two or three week gap i'll just go down and run my practice car right because you know obviously every car is ever slightly different you know they all drive very similar but obviously every car is a little bit different um but obviously if there's a big uh kind of gap between races and i want to go and do some running i'll just go run my practice car um obviously I'm not too stressed about that. So I just kind of run my practice car. And then if it's coming up towards like kind of coming close to a, a national or or whatever race, like Montpellier, I will that day, the last day of practicing, I will run mm-hmm. my race car.
1: Right. Okay. It's nice. so
0: obviously just to kind of get familiar with that car. I know that's what it's going to be like when I put it down on the track for the race.
1: But it just had less time on it than your practice car. Is that what we're, is that what we're worrying about? <clears throat>
0: Just... no 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 i mean it's not it's nothing to do with that i mean to be honest like my, my practice car i mean I, I would never let it get tired tired you know obviously i just you know it, like i would my I, I would treat my practice car like i would my race car wow, okay. um, but i just it's more the fact you know things like servos and receiver and stuff like that okay i'm for you know stuff like that it can go at any time but obviously the less time you do on it the chances of that going wrong it's obviously less frequently like it's less likely to happen so you know, you could say, oh, you know, just maybe put a, a different radio tray or receiver or whatever in in my race car. But I just found it's a little bit better. Have a practice car. Do all your, all, all your stuff with that. Do all your testing. And then when it comes to, like, the last day of practice before I race, I will take my race car down and I'll race, run my race car all day. You know, if I've run my practice car previously oh, okay. and you know, I've got a really good setup on it, I'll put that setup on my race car, run that for practice day. If it's not quite right, then, you know, I could always race my practice car if I wanted to, you know, if it's that much better. But nine times out of ten, or well, I say nine times out of ten, all the time, I never really have a problem kind of going across. So it was the same with Associates, have a practice car and a race car. Um, and I never really had a problem. They kind of drove very similar. I mean, my setup doesn't really change that much, to be honest. Not Normally for temperature, but it doesn't really change that much. Okay.
1: So then how does um... – from when we're recording, for anybody else, we record this on a Tuesday, but it doesn't come out until Friday. So is Montpellier this weekend?
0: Yeah, or so uh, yeah, it's this weekend coming. So I fly out at 6.50 in the morning on Thursday. Wow. So I really haven't, I haven't got long, but I'm uh, I'm actually, I'm really excited for this one because it's been a long time since I've been able to fly out because of COVID and there's not really been many races to go to, I except for 10 to go races.
1: So, so what sort of, what, do you have a, a normal plan? Because you've been to Montpellier before and all those things. So do you have a plan now? Like it's Tuesday evening, what should you be doing rather than chatting to us on this podcast? You know, well, I mean, is your car being yeah. stripped? Is it? Are you going to run your car again on Wednesday or whatever or tomorrow?
0: Yeah, so, well, I, I mean, obviously I messaged you the other day, you know, when we were talking about this and um, I said to you I might be doing a little bit of wrenching while I do kind of doing this podcast but thankfully i've managed to get everything done yeah um all i've got to do really now which i'll probably do tomorrow is kind of just glue some tires up just to take with me i'm not taking any tires really with me i'm probably going to take three or four sets with me that are ready to go yeah um and obviously six mick um will be over there obviously being a french company races in france thankfully i haven't got to go and take you know loads and loads of tires with me so everything's kind of thankfully i managed to get a lot of it done today So. Everything's kind of ready to go. So now it's just kind of chilling out, kind of relaxing, getting as much sleep, <laughs> kind of rest as I can before the race. Because this race, it does take it out of you because it's really, really long days and it's not warm. Um, not
1: warm. It, it's, it's the south really, of France. It's the south no, of
0: like France we're talking I'm about. Not, I'm not even kidding you. I'm not even kidding you. I, I said, I, the first time I ever went to Montpellier, yeah, I was like, these guys, what are they chatting? You know, everyone was saying to me, oh, it's so cold and it always rains. Thankfully, the three times I've gone, it's never rained. Well, actually, don't no, tell a lie. It did rain, but it was on the warm-up race. But it's always been crazy, crazy cold. So if they ever moan about the British weather, yeah. I'll like say to you: go to Montpellier in February, you'll never cry about it again. Yeah, it's not warm, but it's just long days. I mean, you're up, you're up at like half five. You're at the track at half six. You know, you get to the track before it's before it's even light because just with Montpellier, the way it is, and the temperature changes a lot throughout the day. You know the way this, the dirt is as well, you, you, you've really got to be on top of the tyre game as well. It's quite, quite it's it's quite, quite sensitive on that track. One minute you can be on clay compound, one minute you can be on a normal dirt compound. So it's a lot, and it's really long days. You do a lot of running throughout the day as well. There's a lot of runs, you know. You have like four practice runs on the Friday. Saturday you have five rounds of qualifying. The only day that's kind of a bit more relaxed and, relaxing is the Sunday, but you're still at the track early hours on Sunday morning. You kind of get in your car ready all of Sunday, ready for, yeah. the, for the finals, so... I love it, don't get me wrong, I really, really enjoy it, but it's out of all the races that I've done, it's one of the more demanding races on yourself. By the time you finish, you go and have some food, you go back to the hotel room, before you know it, it's 11 o'clock, and you're back up in six, seven hours' time.
1: Yeah, you're much Obviously, I'm a much older person than you, but you know, I always think it's time to go to bed when my phone hits me in the face because I've fallen asleep and dad's (laughs) holding on to it. You're like, right, okay. There's no big party time in out in Montpellier. Is that what you're saying? Everyone's too tired.
0: Yeah, not really. I mean, to be honest, the only day you kind of really, I'd say, get to really enjoy it is either Sunday evening or Thursday evening.
1: And it looks like they never change their track.
0: Well, yeah, I mean I, I, yeah, I mean, the track's been virtually the same for I think 10, 11 years or whatever it is but the changes they do tend to make probably on TV doesn't look crazy but let me tell you to drive, it's crazy. I mean, I, uh, when I did my first year at Montpellier in 2019 the traction was kind of quite low there wasn't many bumps um, you know, the jumps were a little different and I went in 2020 and the traction was crazy, crazy high. Um, you know, they changed a few bits in the track, which made it kind of go not rough as in the sense of those holes everywhere. It was, the track was quite wavy. Yeah. Like it was kind of you know, like, like waves. It was what it was really wavy. So what it did is it made, it kind of unsettles the car as you're going around and it can make it feel really edgy when it's high grip as well. A bit like if you go to kind of a bumpy Ashton track, uh, track on 10 scale. Yeah. It kind of feels the same. You know, if you go on a dead smooth carpet track, you know, the grip might be higher, but it feels less edgy. But if you go on a, a say a less, grippy astro turf track but it's really bumpy it feels really edgy It's it's exactly the same thing so it, it, although it doesn't look much different on tv the change they tend to make it seems to feel a lot different
1: and then so if you're looking for temperature changes and you're and i mem- remember jamie remember talking to aiden a race on astro mm. or carpet <laughs> never changes okay never changes mm. um if so what are you doing? Are you sitting there? Do you know in your head, well, if it gets another five degrees warmer, I'm gonna to to change my tires, or are you watching the the heats before yours, watching other team members, some of your you know, your mates who are in the team, see what they're doing. What yeah. where, where are you getting that info from?
0: Well, literally everything you've just said is you do a little bit of every every bit of that. So All right. you know, you obviously you'll go and watch runs beforehand like every point. Of, well, you should do anyway. You should always go and kind of watch the runs beforehand just to see you know, you might go in one round of qualifying and then, you know, you've got two hours of running into a next run. So, you know, in that two hours of running, the track can get quite beat up or the temperature can change or, you know, something happens. So with dirt racing, especially on like the way the surfaces are now, you know, with, you know, either oiled or they use some sort of kind of additive in the dirt. It's really mm-hmm. sensitive, whether it's temperature, um, you know, a little bit of moisture in the air. You know, it's always changing. So you've always got to be watching, you know, even even kind of, you know, like, I mean, it's hard, obviously, to go by lap times and stuff. But, you know, for instance, if I have a friend that's in, say, four heats before me yeah, and say in round one of qualifying, they were doing a 44 second lap time. But in round five of qualifying, they didn't change anything, but they went out and they went one second faster or one second a lap slower. You have an idea now where that obviously the track's obviously changed, and you can speak with the guys afterwards and go, you know, what did it feel like? You know, did the car go off or did the track feel different? And you kind of get a little, you know, get a rough idea. You're never obviously going to get the full picture, but that's that's yeah. when you know a little you need a little bit of lady luck, you need a little bit of you know, pay attention, but at the same time, you've got to make tricky decisions, you know. For instance, you might go, oh, you might think in the back of your mind, oh, you know, I might go one stage softer on a tyre. I might go to a slightly different synthetic uh, tyre. You know, you might go from a green to a blue if you're on magma or something. And it might work, it might not. You know, you might change that and nobody else has changed that and you could absolutely dominate that round. Or it could go the other way and you could, you know, do terrible. So it's there's there's a lot to it with dirt racing, you know. Oh, does oh, does Jamie
1: Clancy often make... Too many bold decisions, or are you too sense Are you too conservative? If you think if you've got a 50 <clears throat> 50 whether I go from blue to green magma, are you impressed? I've learned that in the last 10 seconds. I know, I just about right, to say, okay. Well done, mate. <laughs> well done, you've made that up. Uh, yeah, did you did good. Know, are you one of these people who will make the change earlier, or are you like, Oh, I'm gone. I'll wait for someone else to do it first and see what happens? <clears throat> um.
0: I don't actually know, to be honest. I mean, sometimes uh, it it varies. It depends on how I'm doing. So yeah. for instance, if I'm doing, you know, like uh, trying to find an example, you know, if I, for instance, if I was going well, you know, I was in a top three, at, you know, a national or something like that. And, you know, I probably wouldn't take as many risks as if I was yes. down a little further because you have a little less to lose. So, I mean, I don't know. Yeah sometimes i, I don't. I, I, sometimes I think that's I don't a great answer
1: wait, I, 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 not be really funny that's a great answer you know if you're third and you're fine and you think hey maybe I just drive a bit faster yeah. maybe a bit smoother, that's smoother you're in the place i think what's mm. interesting for idiots like me is that the top guys use lots okay about what the the, the band of difference you know you think top three is great Hmm. top seven well oh, terrible need to change the whole thing I'm top seven I've got to get I've got to chase I've got to chase
0: yeah I mean I mean it, it, again like it, it obviously it varies so much between races to like from race to race I mean I, I mean we've had a couple of national. I mean the biggest national I mean the worst national for this is probably Nemo Raceway National
1: okay I mean yep.
0: I've never these like, that I mean you probably know remember the track JC Raceway
1: yeah
0: obviously that that and Nemo, I've never known qualifying to ever be as close as it is there. And I'm not even joking you, one second will separate from TQ to fifth. One second. You know, <clears throat> some people think that's a lot, some people don't think it's a lot. I don't think that's a lot. You know, that's, yep. that's going wide in one corner. So yep. if, for instance, I might go to one race, and if I'm, say, seventh, but I'm six seconds off of TQ time, I know that I'm off the pace. But if I go no, to race, and I'm in ninth, but I'm only one or two seconds off the TQ time. I know that my car is probably not the issue here. It's probably I need to drive better. Right, that's, okay. That's just plain and simple. I mean, it, it, like I said, it, it obviously changes so much. You have to kind of. That's when you kind of have to use your sense, sens- uh, sensible brain, and and humble yourself a little bit and go right. Am I driving like an idiot? Can I drive better, or is my car terrible? You know, there's so many guys out there. I see it all the time. They'll go out there and have three crashes and they'll come back and go, "Oh, my car's shit." Yeah. Well, but what about the free crashes that you made when you kind of overshot the corner or you hit the apex or whatever? Do you know what I mean? So sometimes people, you know, they, they find any excuse. I mean, don't get me wrong, we all do it sometimes. Oh, yeah. But he, he, there's so many people out there that use excuses to to kind of explain why they did t- terrible. That's not the right word, but you know, instead of just admitting, oh, I drove shit, I need to make less mistakes or you know be a little bit more cautious and I'm going to go faster. So. You know, this year, I mean, Brookford for me was a race where I, I, I did not as good as I could have done. So mm-hmm. I had really good pace for that race meeting. And I was always really close to the TQ time, but every round I'd be like fourth. But if I looked at the TQ time, it was only like one and a half seconds ahead. So I was like, right, this car, obviously it's not a car issue. I just need to either be a little bit more cautious or attack a little bit more. And you, you use your brain, you would go, right, is it the car? Because if you blame the car, but it's not the car, you end up making the car either worse, or you're making right. it so fast it's uncomfortable to drive and you're going to go slower. So yep. you, it's just all about using your brain. If that's the, seas- uh, and that, that's the easiest I can put it, to be honest, if it explains um, it well enough. Uh, I mean, I think it is-
1: rabbit on. No, 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 no way. I love people who rabbit it oh, on. It makes my job much easier. Um, <laughs> th- so, and then you brought something else up that I wanted to talk about was that, the difference between third and eighth and tenth, and I can't remember how many guys you have in a like a top piece of eighth. But it seems like, in the nicest possible way, but remember, we're idiots, so no one really bothers, there seems to be a bit more needle in the top, you know, in the... Do you call, do you call it the top final In the aim final of an eighth national.
0: To be honest, it's actually quite a difficult question for me to answer as well, because, I mean... You, I mean, ever since I've been racing 8 scale, it's always kind of—I say it's always been like this. I mean, let's say for the last seven, six or seven years, it's always been. A, how do I explain this? I mean, like you said, anyone in the top, kind of top six or seven, even sometimes anyone in the top ten can win that race, I mean, Depending yeah. on how close it is through qualifying and stuff, anyone out of that top ten can can win. And I think that just shows you know the kind of level, not downgrade, you know, kind of. Making 10th scale sound like it's not as competitive because that's not true. Obviously, 10th scale is very competitive over here. Yes, um, but I think in eight scale, I think there's a lot. There's a lot of things. I mean, I think in eight scale, the cl- the cars are a lot closer together. So I think, for instance, you know, you obviously you got you, you got so many brands of tent scale like you have eight scale, but in 10th scale, it's dominated a lot more by you know one or two brands. You know,
1: yeah. Whereas in eight scale. Schumacher family and associated. Yeah. Yeah. Is,
0: yeah which is you know being honest it, you know it is it's dominated by them two brands you know you might have a good you know i might have a race meeting where and a different class a car comes through but nine times out of ten you can pretty much guarantee which car's going to win or or be up there so mm-hmm. in eight scale you know you've got mugen you've got hot bodies you've got kyosha you've got associated you've got x-ray you've got so many cars that are all as good as each other so it becomes more of of right who's slightly better or who's a little bit more consistent and that's why you'll probably find you know like you said when you watch the when you see the the eight scale finals that anyone in the top seven or eight can can win or be right up there and that's because you don't rely so much on the car it's a lot more about the driver whereas i think in 10 scale it's a lot being honest i mean i might be completely wrong
1: but yeah, it seems know, it's a right.
0: lot more like it's about the car you're using not all of it don't get me wrong you know there is obviously got to be the talent there, obviously, you know, you can't just give, you know, the fastest ten scale driver to an average Joe and expect them to win. That's not going to happen. But it seems to be a lot more dominated in ten scale by the car you're using, whereas in eight scale, I mean, it's not, it's not as much. You know, all the cars are pretty, pretty close together,
1: and, and that's she- to
0: me why it's more close in eight scale than what it is in ten scale.
1: And then, Joe, do you really enjoy those those finals? Do you enjoy, you know, bump, you get get you win the do well in the semis, get into the final, and you know you're sitting there going, "I could win this." I I I'm, I I'm sorry, I can't remember all your results, but yeah, I've qualified six. I've got a really good. I could I could do this. Anyone yeah, I mean, do this?
0: yeah, I mean, sometimes I do, and sometimes I don't. I mean, it. I don't until you've done an eight scale. I mean, yeah, until you've done an eight scale national when you've been able to do a semi-final and do a main final you don't actually realize how demanding it is on your on your brain i mean you've got to concentrate for 45 minutes without moving around if you ever get to experience doing 45 minutes solid straight and i'm talking you know when people go oh you know i've done 40 minutes of bump ups but it's not the same thing you know when you bump up after 20 minutes you you have a little walk around for a second or two and you kind of get your blood flowing again when you're doing a 45 minute final you are stood there for, for 45 minutes plus your five minute warm up and plus kind of two minutes at the end. You kind of just, you know, doing your in laps, blah, blah, blah. So you're up there for the best part of 50 minutes, not moving around. And let me tell you something my first ever national weight final, I couldn't, I can't even explain to you the burning sensation I'd go through my feet. It was horrible. (laughs) Where like as soon as I moved, it was just, oh, it was horrible. So, you know, when you do national, eight scale nationals, I mean, I've never, I've never, you know, obviously run 10 scale club racing and stuff, but. It's not demanding on your on yourself in the sense of like your your concentration and stuff. You know, you're concentrating for five minutes, whereas in a national A final, in eight scale, you're 45 minutes. It's all about it's an endurance. It's not five minute sprint. You know, go as fast as you can for five minutes. The guy that the chances are the guy that wins the national way the the the, the A final isn't going to be the fastest guy on a lap. Never is. Okay. Never is because it's all about kind of just that consistent pace going around getting to the flow um so it's, it's 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 different but i enjoy it sometimes you know if i have a good obviously if you have a good race you're always going to enjoy it yeah but if i'm you know i'm struggling i'm off pace you know which has been a couple of nationals this year well to be yeah it's been a couple of nationals this year you know where it's not been very enjoyable you know and i've just been making numbers up that's what it feels like um, and that it it, it takes it out of you because obviously you prepare a lot for them races and you turn up and you know you do well in a semi-final and you go to the main final which sort of falls to pieces which it does you know happens to everybody it, it's part of racing that i don't obviously enjoy because you know it, it's a lot on you it's a lot of preparation going up to that and when it doesn't go to plan you just feel like you've just done all that for nothing but it's very rewarding when it does go to plan now oh, i, I still remember when i made my first podium you know that was the best feeling ever because you put all that effort in and and you're up there for a really long time and you know you're you're pacing yourself and you're trying to keep consistent laps and when you get that result it's just like a huge relief that goes through your body it's just like oh you know that was worthwhile so it's like anything i mean one minute you might enjoy it one minute you might not enjoy it so but my I, i can't say i've ever hated racing 45 minute finals but sometimes it's just a little bit more enjoyable yeah one event than it is the other.
1: Yeah. I, I, the thing that always reminds me about how long uh, eighth national finals are, like that 45 minutes, um, and Greggy will hate me for always remembering this story, is on a, like a Sunday, Southport would finish, our club day would finish. I'd look at my phone before i drive home and I'd look at them, and, like, Ashley Patterson will be doing a, you know, the one true hope of the UK. We'll be doing a exactly. like a Facebook Live of the final, and I'd look, and about three occasions go, well, oh, Craggy's leading with three minutes. Three minutes has gone, Craggy's leading. All right, I'll go home now. Put my phone yeah. down, drive home. It takes a bit longer on a Sunday to get home if it's a sunny day in Southport because of all the, the traffic being a seaside town. Yeah. And then I'd get home, look at my phone, and go, where's Craggy got you know, because, it, it, I, I, mate, I struggle with seven-minute finals, which we've done a couple of times at 10th. You know, yeah. 45 minutes, mate, I'd would. I'd need a chair, I think.
0: Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's like anything, obviously, you'll get used to it. But that's another thing as well. I mean, obviously, people <clears throat> don't tend to think about, obviously, in 45 minutes, your your equipment is going under a lot of strain, a lot of strain. So, you know, stuff does happen, you know, stuff falls out of your, uh, out of your control. That unfortunately happened to Neil a lot last year.
1: I mean, they yeah, did, yeah.
0: I mean, to be honest, that guy was unlucky not to win the national championship last year. I know, uh, I mean, he was leading three of the nationals, you know, and quite, you know, comfortably going around. And I'm not, obviously, I'm not trying to take it away from anybody, you know, first to finish, 1st place, first, you've got to finish. So, you know, the guys that won deserve to win 100%. But it was just, you know, he didn't have that luck. You know, like I said, shit happens. You know, just got to go on to the next one. But, like like you said, you know, you watch the next minute; it's all changing. But it's just the way it goes. It's a scale
1: for you. We you know, literally, we got Craggy on this podcast after the eighth finish finished to literally mm. ask him that question. I'm not being funny, Craggy. You look like you've had the raciest. You've been the quickest you've been in years. He's going to that as well. For sure. Yeah, and you, you still didn't win. Uh, <laughs> how how <laughs> did you cope like with that? Uh, no, 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 he didn't. Um, and, you know, and, and of course, we've had Johnny on, we've had Will on, we've had Johnny on again. You know, great mm. results. You know, clearly I'm the biggest Will Skidmore fan there is I in know, the I, world.
0: I see on Facebook all the time.
1: Yeah, I just keep poking Johnny <laughs> with the same stick. Uh, yeah. I think the best one, I think he won, I don't know, it Was it might, it might have been Brookthorpe. When he won Brookthorpe, did Will come second?
0: Nice, no, he, uh, nah, he didn't finish. It would have been uh, Northwest Nitro that will finish second.
1: And, and literally, so I then put the results up on like on the, this this extra lap Facebook page, and then cropped number one off. oh, great result for Will Skidmore. Not sure who won. Um, <laughs> you know, and of course Johnny loves that. You know, he's messaged me before giving yeah, me-, course, me. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And again, we are so again. I don't know how happy anyone else is, but super happy for him to move on. He's gone to X-Ray. If they're all at yeah. Montpellier, it would be great to catch up with all those. Um, mm. I've suggested that they should just put a Facebook Live GoPro camera on the top of John Skidmore's head and just broadcast in the comments, eh? <laughs> just 24 yeah. hours of that. I think would be amazing. That would oh, be... Oh, God,
0: you wouldn't want to... I don't know. I mean... Yeah, you,
1: I, uh... you wouldn't want to monetize it. You wouldn't make much money from it. Yeah,
0: you um, wouldn't. Uh, you'd have parental guidance on you. Yeah.
1: yeah, all the time. Um, so you you mentioned we'll. I've we'll, got we'll, one question on eighth, and then we'll talk about the much more important tenth stuff. <laughs> um, so you have mentioned that your tyres are. I think. Sure. So are you running six, Mick?
0: Yeah. So that was another thing. I. Ch- I mean, I've changed my whole brace program this year. I just the only thing I haven't changed is engine sponsor
1: because
0: mm-hmm. I'm. i You know. I, I'm very happy there. So. Um, yeah, I shook everything up, changed everything. Um, and, and, oh, and the again, biggest thing I did, sorry. No,
1: six Mix is something that's, for me, as a non-eighth kind of guy, has mm-hmm. just sort of appeared quite recently, but seems to have been really popular this year yeah, in, in the UK.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, that was a real big eye-opener for me. And I don't obviously, I don't want to discredit any company, but you can ask literally any guy that drives any tire you know whether they're sponsored or not the six mic tire last year was absolutely dominant i mean if you didn't have that tire on, you were going to struggle struggle to be at the top i mean the guys that mm-hmm. were at the top were running six mic, so um it was just it, the thing is with six mic and you know another company like hot race they're they're designed and developed everything's still been done in europe
1: mm-hmm. you know
0: france This six mic, six mic, obviously everything's made in france so the surfaces that we're obviously racing on Ted tires are developed for, so then there's not gonna be anything better than, than them. So unfortunately it's what's happened is happened in the sense of it's all become about the tires, which yeah, you know, that's what I used to love about eight scale. It never used to be like that. You know, you could put a set of pronons on, a set of AKs on a set of J concepts. They're all as they're all as good as each other. But, you know, being honest and, and realistic, it's not the way that's not the way anymore. So it's all become a lot more about the tyre um
1: is is that is that because you and you mentioned six mic and hot race there is that because of the type of track that seems to be popular on eighth in europe now you know that they've just done more work on those
0: yeah so obviously the tracks in europe well i say obviously the tracks in europe now um they're they're not natural dirt anymore i mean they've they've got all sorts of additives in the dirt you know either it's oil it's molasses whatever it is yeah exactly so it is it's not natural dirt anymore so for instance in a company like j concepts or aka or proline you know they're all tested and developed on natural dirt tracks like what you run in america which is you know just dry or, or really wet Loose dirt. So yep. when you come to a track that's oiled and really hard packed and high traction as as you know really high traction online, you need you need something different. You you can't just go away with a different tread pattern. You need a different rubber. I mean, the tires that we run on 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 these tracks now aren't even ru- aren't even rubber tires. I mean they're right. um, they're synthetic, so they they're, they're not they're not natural rubber tires like a set of Pro lines are, for instance. So it's just it's just the way everything's kind of evolving now. I mean, things are changing, tires are changing, tracks are changing. So some companies have upped their game and kind of developing stuff for that. Plus the natural dirt stuff. Some companies, you know, just gone right. It's too much money to invest into a market that's not really that big. You know, which is yeah. truthful. You know, America is a massive market. It's the it's, I think two thirds of of, of sales altogether. I mean, America, I mean, I remember, mean, but you know, we are associated. I mean, the U- European sales and stuff like that is such a small percentage to America. So, you know, when there's a demand for it, unfortunately, nine times a 10, it doesn't happen because it's just yeah. not worth the investment. So, you know, it's the way it is, you know, European based company, thankfully, you know, they've, that's where they want to win. So that's where they've invested their money.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's nice to see. It's nice. It's nice to see. Um, but, mm. you know, let, let's just put all that eight nonsense behind us now, because this, one is re-
0: this is what you really want to talk about, isn't it?
1: This is this is what <laughs> we, we 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 literally just do this for these last bits where we go. Well, if you're racing a Mugen, then mm. you've you, they've got no tenth off road. So you know you've you've got to Are you going to run any tenth off road? Start with that one.
0: Wow. Well, am I, am I not? No. Um, yeah, I've run, I've run a bit of ten scale. Um, well, I mean, obviously a lot of people, some people know about it now. Obviously I'll be running a um, Schumacher ten scale cars this year and wow. obviously next year and probably forever now. Well, I'll say, you know, never, never say never, but you know, I'm, my plan is to stick with them guys now, you know, and run some tent scale as much as I can. Obviously it doesn't collide with the rate scale races I need to do. Um, okay.
1: So no, not, got, I, not, have we got cool. a world exclusive now? Is that what it is? Yeah, you're, fir- you're the
0: first guys to, to know.
1: Thank, Thank you very much, Jamie. Me. Cheers, so, mate.
0: It's all right. It's <laughs> worth doing it for you. It, you know. it just
1: proves. Hashtag <laughs> you, my family, doesn't it? <laughs> hashtag
0: Sumacca family, mate.
1: Hashtag Yeah, and it's also good as
0: well because on the A-Scale side, Mugen, Mugen family. So, you know, like and all that.
1: I thought they were the Mugen mafia or they the people who don't run <laughs> well, Mugen's
0: as far as I know it's Mugen family now
1: so <laughs>
0: <laughs> as far as I know so yeah um I ran my first 10th scale race in. I had I've had a little dabble on like some friends cars and stuff but the last time I raced my own 10th scale car at any kind of race was uh, let's just say two years ago um and last yeah last weekend was my first 10th scale race um and my second time ever driving my 10th scale cars around and uh I think we had eighty-five entries at Hearts. So I think that's one of the biggest club races they've had. Well, since I mean, since I've ever been there, that's their biggest entry, I think, for a club race. So I, I, yeah. know, I had a really, really good time. I really enjoyed it.
1: Um, difficult be, qualifying. Yeah, um, you won, didn't you? Yeah, I, I, uh, yeah,
0: I did win. Yeah, uh, I didn't TQ though. I think oh. Nathan Rules was the guy that TQ'd. But, right, okay. you know, who cares about the TQ no I'm joking, of course everybody cares yeah. about the TQ. <laughs> just joking, yeah. everybody cares about the TQ. Um no, it was it was really good. it was, it was a learning curve. Um cut you know, coming from associated 10th scale cars to shoemaker 10th scale cars, it's a bit different. I have to say I was really impressed. Um yeah, it was really good. It was just you know, different. I really enjoyed it. We had a good good little battle between me and Nathan Rawls, who, you know is Goes pretty good, good, to be fair to him. Um, Super you know, quick-ass
1: really, one. I mean,
0: to be fair to him, he, he is really quick. I mean, he made me look a bit stupid in qualifying, to be honest. Um, but in the final, I just, you know, I think I, um, I kind of knew what to do a little bit in the final. I kind of just knew how to pace myself a little bit and managed to kind of get a dub on the first race. So I was really happy with that. Although, you know, it was a club race. A win's a win, you know, and it was nice.
1: Yeah, it was good because I, I so sort of, I looking at the 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 overalls. You know, there was Nathan Rawls, Carl Jackson, Manny Panasar, You know, oh, we should say congratulations to Daniel Thurston, whose little baby, oh, Danny T. Shout
0: out to
1: Danny T. Yeah, yeah, you know <laughs> the slough model car Yokomo superstar that is Danny T. Uh, Who's whose babies? Uh, congratulations, his, his babies arrived today. Um, yeah, good luck at all those Congrats. things. Um so yeah, it was a it's a really good meeting. You know, I know Timberlake was there, Conway, and you know, the Windsors, everything looked great. Mate, so but is that you're not gonna do tenth nationals, are you? Well no,
0: obviously not obviously not this year, I, I,
1: no. No, you're not gonna get this in, year, no. to be honest, No, not
0: this this year. No, I mean obviously I I know I'm not gonna get in. Um, you know, when I spoke with Schumacher about obviously what the races we were gonna try and do
1: Mm-hmm. I obviously,
0: you know, obviously, you got to be very honest when it comes to this kind of stuff because you can't promise you're going to do race meetings that you know you're not going to be doing. Yeah. So it to me, said the Nationals, you might just forget about Nationals this year, it's not going to happen. Um, you know, and I'm not guaranteeing I'm going to do Nationals next year either. But, you know, I thought this year, you know, I've got a very, very busy year of eight scale uh, and there's a lot of big races coming up, you know, with the world's the warm up and all that kind of stuff. So I'm going to try and fit around the eight scale stuffs and temp scale. Actually, you know, maybe try and do some workshops, some silver stones, and stuff like that. Okay, yes. just bring myself back into the 10th scale scene a little bit, um, and just slowly as well. You know, I don't want to throw myself into the deep end because all that I do is it'll just frustrate me because I know I'm not going to be competitive straight away. You know, it's natural. I, I know for a fact I'm not going to be crazy competitive straight away. So, the best way for me is, you know, so that I'll make sure I can enjoy it, is just come in slowly, do the best I can, and then see how it goes next year. You know, if if if. I can get in. Obviously, I know I've got to do regionals this year, so i will not to be doing have
1: to do, You have to get an F2. Near enough, yes. you have to get an F2 to get to nationals, I think.
0: So that's what I'll be trying to do. If it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. I just won't, have, won't be able to do nationals next year. But the aim is to try and do the nationals next year.
1: Yeah, that's um, brilliant. If it doesn't
0: happen, it doesn't happen.
1: And now, if you turn up to a meeting in your Schumacher uh, jumper and not your Mugen one, OK, mm. don't worry about it, Jamie. <laughs> Anyone says anything, just go... I know Aiden. Don't worry about it. <laughs> right? Okay. Just turn around and go. I'm, I'm new at this, but I, I, I'm a mate of Aiden. So you know, if you need Stay any anywhere. help, yeah, if you need any help, just come straight to me, mate. Yeah. Uh, and I'll give you Simon Smith's mobile phone number. I'm um, <laughs> well, gonna say just, I need
0: these. I need these rapid setups, mate.
1: Well, that's it. It's it's Simon Smith. It's whatever Ben and Simon Smith are doing is always a good place to start for most people. Mate, that's brilliant. So before we let you go, what are your plans for, for, for 2022? What's in your diary? Um.
0: Well, I mean, my plans are, I mean, obviously these are not 100% set in stone, but with the agreement that we have and the races that are... Not 100% guaranteed, but let's say 95% guaranteed. My first mm-hmm. race is going to be Montpellier. Uh, obviously, yep. not, I won't be going to DNC in, in mm-hmm. February. Obviously, it's too close to, close to signing. Thankfully, yeah, there's a little bit of uh, pot money to be able to go and do some races. So, I will hopefully go and do the Asti race in March, which is in Italy, which will be nice because I haven't been to Italy in, a, in quite a long time to be honest. Um, I'll be there in March and then hopefully... I'll, obviously we'll be doing the bank holiday sorry the easter race at nemo um, then i'll be doing i'm hoping i'm hoping we'll be able to do silver state in may um it all depends obviously with covid um i've got i will be going with a british guy another guy um you probably don't know who it is but a guy called simon hamlet who's um who's racing with us as well next year or this keep on saying next year this year yeah <laughs> with mugen um so we we're gonna we're gonna go and do that. Um and then we got the Euros, the Euros warm up, sorry, Euros warm up, the Euros, the Worlds warm up and the worlds, and then we have some Pudova races at the end of the year. So it's not a crazy schedule for travel-wise, because the races that we are doing aren't gonna be cheap. Um so obviously you've got to spread that out a little bit and kind of prioritize which races you need to need to be doing. It's gonna be the same for all the drivers. Well, most drivers. Um, so, yeah, the that's the races that we chose to go. Unfortunately, the one in, in May, which is obviously uh, Silver State, is not guaranteed. I I, I really don't know what's going to happen there.
1: That's it, um,
0: but the Euros, the warm-ups, the Worlds, all that, you know, that's that's definitely happening. Obviously, Montpellier next week or this weekend. That's
1: brilliant. Um, so And one of the things will be that um, going to the Worlds in Spain, hmm. Um, so will you go to the warm-up and then just go to... Have you, have you been to Redavan before?
0: Yeah, so I went to Redavan in 2017 for 2000 and... That, I don't even know. Is no, that the Euros? Yeah, Euros. Like two, yeah, yeah, the Euros.
1: That was, yeah, it was a great event. great event. Yeah,
0: that was really good. I mean, it's the biggest track I've ever been on. And I'm not even kidding, Aiden, when I say it's massive. I mean, it's huge. I mean, lap times were like 54 seconds long. I mean, that's 15 seconds longer than... Any track in the UK, I think, say twelve seconds. It It doesn't sound like a lot, but that's massive. Uh,
1: massive. And and of course, your your teammate, uh, I think, I'm going to say Robert Battier. I don't know how I never get his surname right. I'd just say
0: Battle, to be honest.
1: (laughs) Yeah, let's go with Battle. Um, He was there the other week, I think, wasn't he? It was one of those It was like a Spanish regional. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the best thing uh, about going to that part of Spain is it's basically England.
0: Well, yeah, there's so many, Ooh, it's, next to, it's literally next to Benidorm. It
1: is, it so is, literally. A track in
0: if you want a little story, yeah. there's a track in Benidorm, it's called Lanusia. And when I went to Bredavan for the Euros, we went two days beforehand, and it was my first ever time meeting Richard Saxton. And oh, nice, uh, yeah. we went We went there and tested, and it was actually the first time I ever met Una Hatton as well. And that was the year after he to come, come on the scene, if you remember when they had that Worlds, I think it was, in, sorry, Worlds, well, the Euros they had in Sweden. Yeah. And Daniel Kobovic and Yuna kind of absolutely kind of just opened people's eyes because they were like nine year old kids in the A main at Euros. Um and I was able to go to Lanusia two days before I test and that's literally I mean, you can see um not see uh, uh, not, I can't remember what it's called now. Um
1: The big tower in Benadol.
0: Yeah, but it, it's there's a there's a really famous BMX track. Like they have like really big events there. It's like broadcast on TV, and it's literally the track is in the middle of a roundabout, right? And next right. to it is this place, and yeah, it's literally smack bang in the middle of Benidorm, and it's an hour away from Redavan. and that is full of Brits. Literally, it's like mini, it's like mini, mini yeah. London.
1: i will not be very, In my mom and dad's, I've got a place that's about twenty five minutes from Redavan. Um, oh
0: really? Okay, in Alicante. Oh,
1: it, it's it's south of Alicante. Okay. Uh, it's literally on the road to Redavan. Uh, but, right. you know, if, if you're sitting there on a Sunday in 40-degree heat, I'm not converting that to the Americans, eating a full roast dinner because it's 40 yeah. degrees and it's Sunday and that's what <laughs> we do in core. this country, you know, yeah. having 14 pints of Guinness, like mm-hmm. the white van that pulls up out front of the pub says – Mark Smith's Electron Electricians. There is literally <laughs> not a Spaniard. It is I, I call it Dub- Dublin in the Sun. Yeah. <laughs> There's literally some Spanish, Spanish people in the supermarket. No one else. Never see another Spaniard. Everyone speaks English. It is just oh, it's amazing. It'll be a, oh. an amazing event at Renovan. Amazing. To,
0: to be honest as well, right, you will see a lot of guys, I know we keep on dragging this on now, but um, you'll see a lot of guys come over for the Worlds that, really, uh, that aren't racing. So, I, I mean, I know of six or seven guys that are going to be coming. I mean, this is literally just, I mean, without even talking about it, it's just guys that have said to me, you know, I'm going to come over for the Worlds because, you know, it's, an, it's a nice time of year. It's a really nice place in in Spain. Um, and obviously it's a Worlds. You know, not, nine times out of ten, the Worlds aren't really that close to the uk yeah. Yeah. so it's a good opportunity for people to come and see what it's all about so i'm uh, out of out of you know considering i went to my first world and my only world i've ever done was in australia mm-hmm. you know i really enjoyed that world but it, it you know it wasn't what i thought it was going to be whereas this one you know i'm feeling really excited for this one not just because of you know being in spain as well not because obviously I've got more of a chance to do well because it's not too far from home. You know, it's a two-hour plane journey. Yeah, it's more the fact you know it's 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 in Europe. It's it's you know there's going to be a lot of people there that you're you're familiar with. You know, yeah, people come over and watching and stuff. So you feel a little bit more like you're at home, although you're not at home. You feel more close to home. Where Australia, you're on the other side of the world. So oh,
1: yeah,
0: and it's uh, completely uh, different there. I mean, it's it's crazy. I mean, it's awesome. <laughs>
1: I have to ask you the same. I'm contractually obliged to say that you know I think we are, I might actually be able to get over. For those reasons, I've literally mum and dad. I've got a place in Spain, not far away. So we're just trying to look for some Alicante or Murcia flights. Get 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 those done. Uh, and then I ask uh, Ricky Berton the same thing, and I asked for the same thing, and I'm going to ask you the same thing now. So I think we'll be able to get media passes because yeah. we know Javier Garcia, but mm-hmm. I just maybe might need a Mugen T-shirt just to of walk around the picture. Um, and of course, I'll need a double XL, mate. <laughs> um, so if thanks, you can source thanks. that a no. Mugen T-shirt, and then I won't yeah, stand sure. out much i I I'll still wear a Schumacher one buzz, don't worry about it. <laughs> but, <laughs> Just about to uh, say <laughs> but, but but I've got a free choice people say I've got a free choice of eighth cars. I'm never buying an eighth car. Um but I'd like to know I've got a free choice of eighth T shirts to wear. No, that,
0: that, that would be pretty cool though. That would be pretty good if you could kind of get one of every brand maybe or so. I mean obviously I don't know how you want to do it, but that'd be pretty good. You should uh you should speak to some guys and see if you can um see if you can make that happen. But definitely yeah. we'll we'll hook yeah. you up.
1: I am messaging Kenji from Infinity as we speak. Okay. Uh, Getting get on all the things, mate. Um Thanks very much for your time. Um
0: Yeah, of course. Obviously, um, you know, Mugen um, for taking me on this year. That's a that's obviously been a big thing for me. Uh LRP, um, SixMic, uh Ludicrous Servos, um, obviously Heart Slicing models, uh, my parents XTR Mal Graphics uh, Piranha, um, all my sponsors. If I've forgotten any, I'm really sorry. we have got Fast Racing T Works. You know, all these guys—they all contributing in their own ways, and obviously, without them guys, I wouldn't be able to to be able to do all this stuff. So, I just want to say uh, thank you. And, and, your
1: sh- and your shells look pretty fancy. Who does them?
0: Oh, actually, that uh, can I can I have a little shout with this guy because he does deserve sure. it, and he's absolutely killing it right now. Uh, Keith Newton, who yeah. is set up his own brand now, uh, it's called Slide. Um, and if you follow him on Instagram, he does some awesome, awesome stuff with uh, like drift cars. He does like, I mean, these shells are really expensive. He does really, really cool paint jobs for them. Um, he's just kind of long. La- he's just launched his own brand. Um, so if you want to get in contact with him, get some body shells done. And um, let me tell you something: you will not be disappointed. I pay, I pay this money no problem to have these body shells
1: done. Mate, I've, I've seen a few that Keith Newton have done. I didn't realise it was the same person, but, I, you know, I thought both of those things are great. Keith Newton and Slide looks some good, and there's definitely a note that I made that your shells are looking really on top. Really good. Well, I good.
0: appreciate that. He'll
1: love that uh, as well. Yeah, right, so I think, I, I, think I, I met him briefly when I came to Hart to do the Zoom meeting of last year. I think he was around, if he didn't race, he was certainly around that around the, the track at that time a, a lovely lad um mate it's been brilliant uh, we say this every time and it's a bit of a cliche but I definitely we'll definitely get you back on soon um to catch up on your road I'm gonna just say road to winning the ifmar eighth Worlds <laughs> in in Ivan surely that's the safe bet and for the world fancy <laughs> but, for yeah, the thank world you very much Yeah, you know, let's just forget about Ronald Falcon on Garo and you know your teammate Ryan. (laughs) All of these things, just put them to one side, Clancy (laughs) for the win. Um, just just imagine what the party at hearts when you got back would be like. I'm not being funny, it'd be amazing. I wouldn't wouldn't stop. Let me
0: tell you something if I won the world, I wouldn't stop partying. (laughs) I wouldn't (laughs) not stop partying.
1: (laughs) I'd have to drag you out of some Alicante nightclub yeah. at like 5 o'clock in the morning mate we'd have a great time um, oh, it'd Jamie, be like
0: two weeks solid yeah but yeah thank you very much for having me I really appreciate it I always have a good laugh on here So, it's
1: cheers nice. mate uh, because you're here, I've got to do the end bit while you're still here. So, please, guys, please like and share the podcast. Please like and share all the podcasts. Clearly, we've just, it's been brilliant talking to Jamie about his eighth and his little bit of tenth. But you know, there's lots of other podcasts. The No Name RC podcast had a great episode this week. Always check them out. um And also, I should say, uh, by the time everyone else is listening to this, we would have seen um, this week in RC by Scotty Ernst i know jamie's obviously clearly going to be a big fan of Scotty earns everybody knows i'm a big fan of scottian's a
0: main
1: number one a main from tone to tone <laughs> uh, and after he was on the other week we got to talk about after the recording stopped jamie we got to talk about the, f- the fact that i nearly had a fight with one of the guys in the b main at the last eos i went to even though he was mastering and i what? was watching oh yeah we'll talk about that later mate um i'd of course like to thank like as jamie would the hashtag schumacher family for all the things that they do for me i'm well looked after by tq models i get my shelves and i've just got my brand new shelves by vix paint delivered they're looking smart uh, i get my stickers from rdt and rc house and we have we will be indoors this week at southport just a little meeting just to see if our new venue works jamie it's been brilliant And we'll speak to everyone soon. Okay, mate? Bye now. Thanks, guys.